Hey everybody, for Hannah Pensick, I'm James Triano. Thank you for listening to Win More Sales. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and hey, comments help too. This helps us reach more people and hopefully help more people. Here's the podcast. Picture this, you've been waiting all week for an email back from one of your largest forecasted deals telling you whether or not you've been selected. You're about to log off for the evening and then you see a message come into your inbox. It's them. You click through and open the email. It's your champion. This is it. As you start reading, you see, our board seems to be leaning towards XYZ Corp due to their better looking widget. You can't believe it. XYZ Corp? You know they have support issues. You just won a deal last week in which XYZ Corp was the incumbent and that buyer gave feedback that their customer care team is awful. In your panic and disappointment, you quickly write up an email detailing all this. Maybe you can change their minds. You click send. The next morning after sleeping on it, you feel regret for sending such a negative email. On top of that, your champion is emailed back that he doesn't appreciate your approach and they've received some assurances in their prospective terms of service with support SLAs. It's over. The summary of the mistake here is bashing a competitive company out of defense and fear when brought up by the buyer. Hannah, why do you think this is a mistake sellers need to fix right away? Yeah. Hey, James. So I think this is a mistake, a common mistake that sellers need to fix because there's a way that you can tastefully discuss the competitive landscape and other prospective direct competitors to your sale without going negative. Bashing competition I think ultimately can make you look insecure or really desperate. Um, So we're going to cover some coaching tips today as to how you can fix this. James, hit us with our first. Yeah, totally. Thanks, Hannah. I think the first thing that you can do is actually stay away from the competitor conversation altogether. And one way that you can do that is um, using a phrase if you need to compare solutions, like using something like, how does this compare to what you currently have? Um, and, And if you do need to uncover what they might have seen or you're curious to uncover what they might have seen from from other solutions that they're vetting now um, you could say how does this compare to what you've seen from other solutions so far right that's a lighter way to get into it you don't need to mention competitor names you don't need to get into that piece you can just ask hey based on what you've seen so far how does this compare and you can do that with with multiple things you can do that with the product you can do that with pricing you can do that with whatever you know negotiation terms you know how does this compare to what you've seen from other solutions what else hannah yeah so yeah i mean really quick on that point just to put you on the spot why do you think that's a good approach or what do you think that does to kind of take it away from being negative because it lets them do the talking so you're again you're not the yeah. one that's going to be to be discussing, um, you know, hey, I know that you're evaluating so-and-so company and so-and-so company. Does so-and-so company do this? Like, you don't need to bring right. it up specifically and let them get into it and and turn them into, into um, advocates for the solution and say, oh, yeah, yeah, so-and-so, mm-hmm. are, the so- other solution that we're evaluating does, does, th- does this, actually. And, and yours does, too. So it's basically the same thing, right? Like, you, you, right. it gets their wheels turning a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can just kind of get into the mindset. Hey, 
it's a lighter way to ask the question, hey, how does this compare to what you're doing today? Or how does this compare to other right. solutions that you've seen? It, it's an open-ended question that lets them do the talking and they can say, hey, this looks a little bit different than what we've seen. Hey, there's a little bit of a gap here, but you don't have to get into, it, it doesn't really open the door for them to be like, oh yeah, XYZ Corp uh, does this way better. Like they can answer your question without you having to get into the specific competitors. And make it about them and their use case so they can kind of start talking about how it applies to them and um, we can sort of poke holes in why, why they might be leaning towards that competitor and bring them back, right. bring them back to the yep. light. So um, great. Well, yeah. So another coaching point we have here, I think this is really key. So if you do speak about a competitor, make sure your facts are 100% accurate. So major credibility loss, if you say something that isn't accurate, they're obviously in a tight sales process with this other provider. So if they've spoken with the competitor about the talk about the topic, this could turn into defending the point on behalf of that competitor. So um, really key thing to avoid, you don't need to start dropping things about competitors that you are not 100% certain on. Right. So any other thoughts on that, James? Yeah, well, that's advocacy. And that's not what we want. Like what we're trying right. to do as sellers is turn our turn our buying organization into advocates for our product. And you can turn them into an advocate for somebody else's product if it sounds like you're going negative and you're you're disputing uh, things that may or may not be accurate, right? And they're having to correct you, right. or but you're just getting you're going down a path that you don't really want to go down. You don't want to turn them into advocates. You want them to be an advocate for you and your your product and your solution and right. the value that you're building. Um, you don't want to turn them into um, somebody who's speaking on behalf of a competitor product. Exactly. Yep. Um, so how do you realign competitor conversations to avoid negativity? So here are a few points for, for you all. So acknowledge that they're also a great company. And if they're evaluating them as well, they're looking in the right places and clearly doing their due diligence. Um, this is such a professional way to approach it. James, before I move on to the others, do you have any sort of extra insight to this topic? Um, about realigning competitor conversation to avoid negativity? No, just about that point that say acknowledging that they're also a great company. I think this is a really, a really interesting topic. Yeah, I, I think so when, if they're doing, if they're running the right buying process on their end, they're going to be evaluating or looking into multiple solutions. So I think totally from your perspective, it's, positive to acknowledge the fact that, hey, if you're looking at c competitors in addition to our organization, that's really, that's really the right thing that you should be doing. And it sounds Build like you're, yes, it sounds like you're, you're doing your due diligence and you're doing everything the right way. Here's how I can be of service to you. If there's any yep. questions that you have about things that you've seen and you make yourself avail available and a value add to them, in addition to just exactly. pushing your product, you open the conversation up like you're in, you know, an industry consultant, right? Or you're a buying process yep. consultant um, and you can help them work through not just your solution, but the total uh, buying process, like like evaluating everybody's solutions. You kind of put yourself next to them as a consultant rather than just one person that it's a give and take of information, um, you know, for individuals exactly. like it will be for the other organizations. Totally. Love it. 
Um, so another way you can realign competitive conversations to avoid negativity, ask them what they like about the company. So open up the conversation there, and that's a good way for you to find out additional information about what's swaying their decision here. Um, and lastly, ask them if there are gaps or disparities between the solution you are presenting versus what the competition is presenting. So again, just you sort of finding out more information about what will make them buy one way or another. So um, James, great topic, great conversation. Do you have any final thoughts on, on addressing competition? Yeah, my final thought on this is that it's usually not a best practice to get specific about competitors during the buying process. The risk typically outweighs the reward and it really only turns into an opportunity for you to damage your own credibility while you're trying to damage a competitor's. Instead, ask great questions to make sure you've discovered the buying needs, positioned the right solution at the right price, and you'll find you've put yourself ahead of the competition more often than not. Boom. So with that, everybody, thank you for listening today. Hope this topic of how to address competition and how to keep things positive helped, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.